Love's in the Key of Life. When that came out, Stevie Wonder, that double album. His magnum opus, they call it. Stevie Wonder, yeah. Legendary, legendary album. Great song. It's Greg Pope, John Burton Show, presented by Omni Nashville Hotel. Pat and Cook here in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Chris Sanders, uh, former uh, Ohio University Bobcat <laughs> wide receiver. and Miami of Ohio. Uh, uh, Kent State. Uh, anyway, one of the, he, Akron he, Zip. Well, he, during, he, he through the transfer portal, he played at four different <laughs> yeah. He played at four different Mac schools. Yep. He, kept, he kept yeah. trying it until he got it right. Yeah, Chris yeah. Sanders. What's up, Chris? Hi, Chris. Hey, up, okay, first of all, I want to talk about this promo you got. The uh-huh. itch on the palm of your hand? What the heck is I that? I have. I don't want to know. The itch on the palm of your hand, and then second thing, man, where the heck have you been, Mister Greg? I got. I was sicker than a dog last Thursday well, morning. I mean, man. You, can't, you can't call nobody and say, "Hey, man, I'm, I'm doing bad." I mean, I thought you was on Florida wearing some Bermuda shorts. No, that'll be. Uh, <laughs> well, I got I scared. Will, I, I got scared because I thought I saw you on, on YouTube. I'm like, oh, I got really? scared. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is that Greg? Got on Bermuda shorts? I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Black That's socks, scary. Birkenstocks, <laughs> like peppermint patty. Sandals. He had a flip-flops. So sandals. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. But I got with, with one toe cut out because uh, I have gout. <laughs> Hey, how y'all doing? Y'all good? Good, Chris. How's it going, bro? Hey, uh, hey uh, all right. How do we keep uh, – how do you keep uh, – Will Levis from being uh, just killed the rest of the year. Yeah, Chris, and, and, can you yeah. play left tackle by yeah, any chance? Just, I, I can play left tackle with the one bar face mask. I can do something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. You know what? I, I you know I talked to uh, Brad Hopkins because Brad Hopkins know a lot more than me than offensive line. And I know everybody's talking about athletic wise. These guys can't do it. You got Brun Skill, Dylan, all those guys. He said they're not. They're really not communicating because when you run that zone. That zone scheme blocking. He said this. He said you're not blocking a man. You're blocking a gap. If you look at the last game when the um, the linebacker White from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers was mugging the gap, yeah. nobody communicated. Nobody communicated to each other. The guard and the tackle didn't communicate and say, "Okay, we got an alert," and he blitzes and sacks the quarterback. Those are the kind of things that the, the Tennessee Titans need to definitely work on. Things like that schematically and make sure they communicate and be on the same page. So you're saying it's coaching? Is that what you're telling me? No, I'm not saying it's <laughs> no. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's coaching. I just think that, that you know when you have a lot of guys that haven't played together, they're not going to communicate communicate because they don't know each other. I talked to Brad. He said Brad knew Benji Olsen. Benji Olsen knew uh, Bruce Matthews. Those guys knew each other, so they know that any front that any team brought, they were on the same page regardless of what happened. And that's what that's what that's what uh, this Tennessee Titans team need to do. You know, I said it uh, before, Chris. You know, it feels like the heartbeat of this team, right, is that defensive line, particularly Autry yeah. and Simmons. If they're not wreaking havoc and stopping yep. the run and getting after the quarterback, this Titans team is going to have a hard time winning. I mean, I mean, because the thing about it is, if you look at a couple of years ago when they were really, really good on defense, the back end didn't really need to cover. Mm-hmm. I know everybody's talking about the secondary. You know, they're giving up explosive plays, but I don't care how good a secondary you have if your front four or your front three is not putting pressure on the quarterback. They're they're going to carve you up. I mean, look at look at in the secondary. Look at look at all the the receivers that the Tennessee Titans play. Look at how many yards they've given up. Like last week, Evans he had 143 yards. Johnson against Pittsburgh, he had 90 yards. Chase, uh, Jamar Chase from the Bengals, 73, and Cooper from the Browns had 116. The reason why they're getting those explosive plays because your front is not getting the quarterback off his spot, and then that's kind of why you're seeing those situations happen. Chris Sanders with us. Chris, um, if you know this is a team that is sort of in a decline, right? 
and you hope to hold on and be as competitive as long as you can. But you're a member of that team, and you know there's not enough components to be successful at the highest level. How do you handle that as a player? I mean, it's it's see, I've been in this situation a lot. Cause when I first got drafted, we were seven and nine, eight and eight, eight and eight, not seven and nine. So the one thing you have to do is you just got to keep building with the pieces that you have, and then and then you know later on you can go to the Super Bowl. And that's the the shining light that you may see because when I first got in the league, it was tough. I mean, we were getting beat up every week. We were in close games, but we were consistently losing. But what that did when we were losing, it taught us how to win. Then all of a sudden we get in 1999, we kept those core pieces like on defense. We had Blaine Bishop, Marcus Robinson, you know, Joe Bowden, all those guys. And then we get on offense, we have myself, and then we added guys like Kevin Dyson, Yancey Thigpen, and uh, you just kept those guys. So if you have a situation like that where you keep those main pieces, then you add more, then you can see the, the light down the road. Chris, I just think the ten Titans could be uh, heading into a buzzsaw this weekend. You saw, oh you saw the Jaguars get embarrassed at home last week by the 49ers, Ooh. and uh, I'm sure their coach, Peterson, is telling them, you know, hey, uh, we, you know, maybe you're not as good as you think you are. We got a division opponent that's weakened. You know, let's let's put the final nail in the coffin. I think I think it's it's going to be tough sledding for the Titans this weekend. What say you? They, they, they got some dogs up front, and it starts with that cat Josh Allen. He has nine sacks already. Mm. I mean, he flies around, and this is a, this defense uh, is way better than the Buccaneers. I mean, they're fast, they're big, they're physical. The back end is pretty good, and then on offense. Their offense has some playmaker. You got Christian Kirk. You got really that's coming back off a of suspension. You got a running back, Etienne. I can't pronounce the name. It's something like Etienne. Etienne. Say it five times. <laughs> 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 but Etienne, I'm just gonna call him Big E. Big okay, e. there you go. Uh, yeah, Big E. But he he's a four. He's a running. He got 612 yards. So you have a complete offense. You got a quarterback that plays good at times. He's still not that echelon quarterback. But mm-hmm. if he starts to play well, you got some good receivers. You got a defense that's nasty. This is a dangerous team, and I'm just kind of concerned when they when they play the Tennessee Titans. Chris Sanders with us. Uh, Chris, uh, I was watching TV the other day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go with my uh, uh, daughter. And who's, by the way, maybe given birth within like three or four weeks. Oh, wow. No yeah. way. Yeah. Bless yeah. Us. Yes, so uh, maybe a little bit. Yeah, the pokey bear is going to be a yeah. grandpa. Lord, a mercy. <laughs> Papa pokey. Yeah, and, and, and we were oh. uh, just sitting around watching TV. Oh, my God. And uh, we were actually uh, just watching, you know, any little bit of anything. And uh, uh, she said, man, that guy's he can sing. No, no, no. That's that's not Chris Sanders. It's Kendrick Lamar. Oh. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Hey, but I was watching a movie, one of my favorite movies, and I shared it last week. But guess what? I'm going to share it again. I was watching Cannonball Run. I'm like, man, this is a great movie. Somebody walks across the screen, and my, my daughter's like, is, is, is that Greg that you work? I said, no, that's, that's Dom DeLuise. Dom Hey, Greg, I actually missed you the last two weeks. Well, yeah, you, the, you know, hey, by the yeah. way, congratulations. Uh, Friday night we had the game right here. Joe Fisher, Jonathan Schaefer, uh, overtime, walk-off, uh, uh, what, field goal to win it? Yeah, field goal to win yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, big win over uh, Innsworth in overtime. Yeah, it was a great, I mean, two great programs, two teams that did battle out. I mean, I take my hat off to Israel because they fought. But you know what? This, this, this season has taught me a lot as a, a lot as a coach that it doesn't where, it doesn't matter where you start, but where you finish. And if you have a whole team that doesn't just buy in, but trust in, 
you can do some great things. So I'm excited about where we're going. We go up and play Macaulay, who's a who's a monster. But at the end of the day, we're gonna try to hit them in the mouth. <laughs> what did you make of the uh, Harbaugh suspension there, Chris? And what does it mean I, I for mean, the how long did Ohio he get suspended? What, two games, the rest of the season. Three, yeah, yeah, three, and then you know he he he's back for the Big Ten championship well, game in the college football well, playoff. Here's the deal: they suspended, and he can coach him yeah. during the week. Hey, during the week, I, I, travel with them. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the coach spends what seventy, eighty hours a week coaching. Yeah. He only misses three, the three yeah, hours I mean, of the game. Listen, it's it's kind of like this, and I shared this illustration before. If 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 I'm a great athlete and I run track, right? I run track. And I break the world record. I ran nine seven eight, and I break the world record. But at the end of the day, I know that I had to cheat to get there. Then, then in the back of my mind, I really didn't win. And I'm not saying that he did. I really know the situation of actually what would happen. I know he's still in signs and all that. But if he did that to win the games, then it's going to be an asterisk if they win the national championship in his mind, not just on paper. Hmm. Yeah, there's no bias coming from you at no. all, right? <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know, and I don't even like to say the name Michigan. I mean, I don't even like the name. Well, I'm, uh, the how? team up north. Is oh, team up, thank yeah. you, team up north. They got the ugliest colors. I mean, blue and blue and yellow. It's Chris, like a Chris, gerbil. Chris, take us inside the rivalry. Obviously, the game's coming oh, up a week from Lord. Saturday. What was what was what was the team up north week like at practice at it the was, Ohio State University? It was, it was insane. I'm gonna tell you, you felt the pressure, you felt the, you know, the tradition, you felt everything that's going on. Then during the week, there's the so ghost of Woody Hayes yelling the ghost at you. Of Woody, exactly. <laughs> I, I, went, I was walking. You better somebody, not lose to those guys. Somebody said, "Hey," and I was like, "Is that Woody?" And I, I mean, I was, was kind of, <laughs> I was kind of scared. I'm like, you know, kind of nervous. But let me tell you, this right. You see, I didn't really know the impact of it until I actually was in it. And when I got to the Ohio State University, and the first time they played Michigan, because I was I was ineligible my first year, mm-hmm. people lose their mind. I mean, <laughs> even during during class, you know, you know, a lot like thousands and thousands of people are uh, are, are are coming to stand in a place called the Owen Tangy River. You're talking about about a hundred some thousand people just standing there chanting and acting crazy, and then all of a sudden they break the goalposts down and they're carrying it down High Street. High Street is a place about a mile away from the stadium. People lose their mind, and then as the actual game comes, and you walk, you walk on the field, you walk through the stadium, and you can just feel the pressure. You can just feel the intensity. You get the crowd is screaming. You know, the both teams don't like each other. The guy's about to fight. I'm not fighting. I'm in the corner because I'm scared. So, <laughs> you know, just 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 things like that, and and it just makes it the rivalry so beautiful. They don't, we don't like those guys. Now, Ryan Day's done a great job at, at the Ohio yes. State University, yes. but. He loses for a third straight year to Michigan. No. I mean, are they going to, uh, you know, take me inside, you know, Buckeye oh. Nation. Are they going to call for his head? Ask John Cooper, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, we won our last game. So we, last, <laughs> last year we beat him. So we hit 9-1? and one. No, one yeah, one in twelve. One in twelve. Okay. But are, yeah. are, are they going to be but, calling for Ryan Day's head and say, "Bring us Mike Vrabel" or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I'm telling you, you're, the, the crazy part about the fans of it—they'll love you, but they will get you up out of there in a minute. When you, <laughs> you can, you can lose every game. But when it comes to Michigan and you lose, they are ready to get you up out of here because the year before uh, we beat uh, uh, Michigan my senior year, they were getting ready to fire him, and we were ten, ten and one the year before that. I know. You guys were great that year. Great that year. If he loses to Michigan, there's going to be some mad folk because there's a lot of people that call me during the week from from Columbus, and right when they lost last year, they were getting mad at me like I was the coach. I'm like, you're a big fella. 
I'm just Christopher Dwayne Sanders. He's Ryan Day. I, I had to hang up on some people. Like, hey, They're blaming you, you for it. Like, come hey, on, what the, hey, what the hell happened, hey, Chris? You got to throw the hater. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Easy to be like, hey. <laughs> like, How do you explain this, Chris? Folks. They cuss to me. And I'm like, man, I'm just. They're I'm like, what are you going to do about it, Chris? I, oh, do you want me to put on my jersey and run some routes for you? I mean, what are you uh, well, uh, I love it. I love the fact that it's it's yeah. it's always at 11 a.m. Central, noon That's Eastern. Weird, you know, Seven at nighttime. I know that. One, well, that it's one too year, too damn cold well, up that, there. That, that one year when it was that one year it was one versus two. They they, they had it like in the middle of the afternoon, like three thirty yeah. Eastern. Remember that? I think. I yeah, know, it was one I, versus you, two, yeah, like two thousand six, whatever year that was. You know where I watched that game? Uh-uh. Where St. Thomas Virgin Islands? <laughs> really? What's your Bermuda shorts on? <laughs> Come on, man! You making my stomach hurt? With that white stuff on his nose? <laughs> and then, he had, and, you know. then he has a tank top with a Kool Aid stain on it. <laughs> <laughs> that was Bloody Mary. <laughs> hey now. Heck, I miss you, man. Yeah, like, that's okay. Well, hey, this coming Saturday, our last football game of the yeah. year, uh, one thirty the pregame, two o'clock the kickoff, right here, Tennessee Tech, uh, and uh, Chris and I will be on the call for that uh, from Nissan Stadium. You know, uh, uh, my daughter was over at the house the other day, and we were watching the NFL Network and had these reruns uh, of the old Cowboys, right? Mm-hmm. And there was yeah. a number twenty-two, and she goes. Is that Chris Sanders? He's really fast. I said, no, no, no. That's the fastest man in the world, Bob Hayes. That's not oh Chris my Sanders. god! I well, thought, hey, I, I thought maybe I thought maybe uh, he would be mistaken for Thomas Hollywood Henderson. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I got one for you too, Mister. I was watching Three's Company, and me, me, me and my daughter was like, "Hey, that guy that's walking around with that ugly suit on. Who is, is that? Is that Greg?" I said, "No, nah, baby, that's Don." Nah. <laughs> You're, you're done. You're done. Don, hey, I got my sharpshooter shooting at you. <laughs> hey, they give me one bullet. I keep it in my, in my shirt. So. Oh, my you got me with the Billy Ocean, ass. man. That hurt, that hurt my heart. Oh. Because I went back and looked how he looks. He's got a mustache like Jeff Fisher. And that's wrong. <laughs> Everyone should have a – every man should have a mustache like Jeff Fisher. I tell you what. I, I got to tell you, Chris. He was on my pod. He he uh, jumped on my podcast last week he's that I normally dude. do with Keith because uh, Keith was out of pocket. We had a blast. He was telling he's a stories. Good dude, man. If you get a chance, go back and listen to it, man. I will check it out. Thanks for inviting me. I'm sorry I couldn't make it last time. You all good, man. We'll back. get you on sometime. It's all good. We we'll talk about Greg and his Bermuda shorts. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll just we'll just talk about Greg and fish. That'll be. You got to put a picture. You got to put a picture up there. Be like, hey, these are the shorts that you don't wear. <laughs> this is the tank top that's really tight. See, we got you. <laughs> See you Saturday, Chris. I, I make hey, good luck. Hey, good luck down at Macaulay. Yeah. Friday hey, night. thanks, Greg. Luck. Appreciate you guys. Thank yeah. you. All right. All right. <laughs> Lord. Can you imagine a three-hour car ride each way to UT oh, Mark God. with just us two? Yeah, it's like that back and forth nonstop, yeah, right? Yeah, then he takes a nap. All, yeah. right, <laughs> all right, we're wide open to the top of the hour. Who's coming up at uh, Mia O'Brien from 1010XL okay. in Jacksonville. Talk a little Jags, Titans. All right, phone calls, 615-844-5600.